This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, Episode 73, Tivlar Finds Season 2. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for, for your iPod or MP3 player. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Nothing. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Antonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Dreja. Oh, wait, wait a minute, what happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life, you wake up. Chill. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second, with 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawnforge pouch, this is episode 73 of the Shattered Soulstone. You're a Diablio. Diablio? Wow. See, it wouldn't be an end opening if one of us didn't mess it up. You're a Diablo. Well, gotten that out of the way. <laughs> exactly, we got it out of the way. This is your yes. Diablo community podcast. It is Wednesday, January 7, 2015, and I am your host, Brasia. I am joined with, wait, two people drop group. Darn it. Okay, so it's Jen and I this week. <laughs> Jen, how are you doing? Us. I'm doing okay. I'm really, really busy this week from work, which is good and bad. It's good because, you know, work is money, and it's bad because I can't play as many video games if I'm working. But I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, good, thank you. I'm kind of at the same point. It's like right around the turn of the year, uh, it just gets absolutely crazy at work for me. So this last weekend I was supposed to be on, not on call, but basically answering questions for a few hours. It turned into 14 hours that day, and then another seven hours plus an emergency call with vice president on the next day. And I was like, oh, great. Um, Not what I was expecting for a weekend. But uh, hey, it's over with. It's um, only about another two weeks of this kind of craziness, and then we're back to me traveling. Yay. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's more stressful than what I'm doing. I'm mostly just writing a bunch of blogs related to CES for... podcast or well it is a podcast website and it's a blog that i write for that is not mine and um it's a lot of stuff and it's really interesting to kind of see all the stuff at ces without going but it's uh it's a lot of work and i'm really happy for the work but yeah i have not been playing many video games since the last show oh i know exactly what you mean i mean i've i've kind of played i've been mostly jumping in wow but every once in a while jumping into diablo just picking around Maybe run about uh, you know something for about 15, 20 minutes here and there, uh, just like I'm waiting for the kid to get ready or something like that, and take him off or you know school and all that thing. But not really like sustained playing time. But I'm looking forward to getting a little downtime to do that soon. That'll be good. But as everyone can tell, it's just Jen and I tonight. Lantonio is unfortunately feeling under the weather, so he will not be making it. And Nevik is still um, basically on hiatus. So we will be continuing to go with the show. We want to make sure that everybody understands we do want to make that commitment in uh, this year to getting the show out twice a month. So Jen and I are here making sure this is happening. Here we are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So in the game, speaking of which, um, Jen, what have you been doing? I've been mostly doing bounties, and I'm in uh, Torment 2, 
now. I moved up to Torment 2. I think I was still in Torment 1 last show. And I can do it. You know, my barbarian, who's named Gur, why not? A seasonal character. Um, <laughs> he can do Torment 2 pretty good. He can kill just about everything, and he's not getting hit. And he's not getting hit in part because of um, where I'm putting the Paragon points and, and the gear he's using and things like that. Uh, I know I've got at least one thing that um, makes you not have any damage to your armor. So you're not, you're not paying for repair costs, and that kind of works. But, oh, man, nice. it takes a long time. It takes so long to kill anything, you know? He's just swinging and swinging and swinging, and it's still there. Okay, swinging some more, still there. <laughs> the only thing he's not good at killing right now is treasure goblins, unfortunately. I can almost get to the point where they're just about dead, and those little turkeys jump right through the portal and are gone. It's frustrating, yep. you know? But I'm working on it anyway. And he's got, um, he's using a one-handed weapon and a shield. And the shield is actually for a crusader. But it looks like an octopus. I've never seen one like this before. Oh, that's cool. I, it must be something new. It's got little glowing eyes, or maybe there's like little sort of gems. Not gems you can socket, you know. Not that kind of gem, but it looks mm -hmm. like little glowing eyes. And it's got, you know, legs all curled up and everything. And it's just the strangest thing ever. So I'm using that because it looks cool. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> When, whenever I get a Crusader, I'll hand it on over to the Crusader, but right now, you know, it's season one, I've only got one character, so he's going to use it. I finally mm -hmm. hit uh, Paragon 91. I'm trying to get to 100 before the end of the season, so I think oh, it's awesome. possible. Yeah, I've never gotten to Paragon 100 before, ever. So if I do it in season, it'll be a big deal for me, you know? Like, look at that. That is definitely a 100 Paragon character right there. Exactly. You know? I mean... Neat. Since last show, you've gone up about about six or seven levels, haven't you? I have, yeah. I was like, I don't know, 80-something before, 86 yeah. maybe, 85, I don't know, somewhere around there. So I've been working on that just with bounties in Torment 2, which, like I said, takes for a really long time, you know? Like, bounties used to be, I'll just run in and do some bounties in Torment 2. It's like, well, I'm still working on killing Asmodon. Yep, still here. Mm-hmm, still here. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there a reason and, why like, you're doing it that way? Like, just staying with Tor- um, sorry. You said you're doing Torment 2. Um, mm -hmm. What act are you doing? I'm doing... Well, they're bounties, so they just throw me into whichever act you end up with. You know? Oh, okay. Did you know and you can go actually... and do anyone you want, though? No, I didn't. How do you do that? Oh, okay. Um, like, how do you get a certain act with bounties? Yeah. It, what, what I generally do is hit M for the map. Okay. And then I'll right-click, and that brings the map out to the world map. And then okay. you'll see that all the acts are on the world map. And you can choose any one of those want that you want, and then choose the bounty, and you'll start teleporting to it. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. I'll have to try that because right now I'm just going wherever it sends me. Because there, there are seasonal achievements for bounties. Yep. You have to get like a hundred bounties in each act, and it's individual. You know, it's not like oh, one achievement okay. for the whole thing. It's individual. So if you get a hundred in act one, you get the achievement, and so on and so on. So right now I don't care which one it puts me in because I don't have a hundred yet in anything. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I will need that. I will need that, you know, later on when I get, you know, a couple of these finished, I'll be like, okay, I really need Act 2 or whatever. Maybe I can try to get in that way. So that'll, that'll work. You could even do it the same way as you're doing right now, because I think you say you go to the um, the Waystone, and you click mm -hmm. on that, and it brings up the map. Once you have the mm -hmm. map up, if you right-click on the map, it'll bring you out to the world map, and then you can kind of choose the different acts from there. Wow. See, I had no idea. Uh, I had no idea, but I, that's going to be really useful for me as I get through more bounties and try for these last little achievements, you know, as I'm going. Yeah, um, no, that's, know, that's exciting. Yeah. You're almost there. It's kind of, 
I'm trying, you know, I figured this is the first season and I told myself before the season started that I was going to do this and I was going to give it my best effort, so that's what I'm trying to do. I will probably play season two very differently, but I'm still doing what I planned for season one just to see how it goes and mm -hmm. uh, getting some fun gear. Like I said, this the, uh, the shield that looks like an octopus, that's pretty fun. <laughs> and um, I've got a ring of royal grandeur now. Congratulations. I've never had one before ever. I think, I don't know, I don't know why, but I've never had one. Maybe it only drops in Torment and we've only recently started playing Torment. But it's pretty good. It's got, you know, it's got some strength on it. It's got life per hit. It regenerates a whole bunch of life per second. It increases your attack speed. Mm -hmm. Reduces the number of items needed for set bonuses oh, by one. Sweet. So that's fun too, because I'm trying to get the set bonuses of, uh, I can't remember which one I'm using. I've got two pieces of, I think, Immortal Kings. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to get the rest. So there's like four or five of those. That helps a little bit. So that's yep. kind of fun. Um, and I, I fought this really weird monster in one of the bounties. It's named Snitchly. Have you ever heard of this thing? <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> I've never heard of it either, but, you know, the bounty said, you know, go into this area and kill Snitchly. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go kill Snitchly, whatever that is. I don't care what it is. And I get in there and I find him. And it was in... Uh, in the Ariat Crater is where he was. I don't know if that's only where to find him or if he just happened mm -hmm. to appear there. It's this huge treasure goblin. Really? It's a huge treasure goblin. He's bigger than my barbarian, right? And he's bigger than, you know, a normal treasure goblin by quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And he's sort of like, he's white, but he's got like a crystalline look to him. But he doesn't have a portal. And he's not dropping any gold. He's just this giant treasure goblin. And I thought at first, you know, I thought at first that maybe he was one of the treasure goblins we heard about at BlizzCon where they were supposed to be different and right. drop different loot. He's not that. He's just sort of like a, I guess, a bounty boss, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, Most likely. You have to go in and kill. But he's snitchly aspect of greed and he's huge. He's absolutely huge, and I'll, I'll put a screenshot in the show notes, because I don't know how many people have heard of this thing. He's got purple lettering for his name, so I guess he's pretty rare, but, um, Snitchly. I'm like, man, I've never heard of that before, you know? Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think he gave me any special loot, either. It was like, okay, you know, so you got some loot here, great, but it wasn't anything, you know, exciting to report about. But. Yeah, you did the bounty, and that was it. That was it. I'm like, okay, there's a Snitchly. Who knew? You know? Oh, good. And that's pretty much all I did in D3 since last show. Oh, that's still pretty good. I mean, you're you're it's consistently good, playing yeah. and moving through it. I'm so, trying. You know, yeah. I'm trying to get more consistent in gaming, too. And that's, you know, for me, it's kind of sad because a lot of my video gaming takes a backseat to everything else. You know, oh, like, you gotta, you know, you gotta make money. So whatever your job is, that's got to come first. And then, you know, I get sick a lot, so that tends to take up a lot of time, too. You get sick, you fall asleep, or whatever. Um, oh, of course. So, it takes a backseat, so I've been trying really hard to kind of, like, pick a direction of what I'm going to do in a video game, and then mm. go do that, so I'm not wasting time going, what do I want to do this time, <laughs> you know? That's a good approach, especially when you get that limited time. Right, right. So that's that's where I'm at now, and I'm hoping to hit Paragon 100 before Season 1 ends, and I also would really like to get all the bounty achievements, but I don't know if that's going to work because it takes so darn long to kill anything in Torment 2. And I'm scared <laughs> to death to move to Torment 3 because I think it's going to take even longer, you know? Oh, it will. Everything has a lot more health. Right, and I'm like running out of time, so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to stay with Torment 2 and try to do some bounties, and if it gets really close to the end of the season, I'll knock it down to Torment 1 so it takes less time. Mm -hmm. you know? 
Well, hey, maybe somebody will be on when you're playing and it'll be nice enough to run a couple uh, runs with you. Maybe. Oh, I yeah. play at really weird times, though, is the problem. I'm on at, like, four in the morning California time. And it's like nobody hit on. Time. Nobody's on, you know? So, um, and I don't mind. You know, I don't mind playing D3 on my own. It reminds me of, you know, D1, where I played that by myself yep. for, like, countless nights, you know? But, yeah, you know, if it comes down to it, I'll get on at a normal time and be like, who's who's in the clan? Somebody jump in, you know? Oh yeah, we'll I mean, see. there's still some people in the, that listen to the show that are not in the clan that will definitely run with people. Oh yeah, you know. for sure. Like I ran for with sure. Square, uh, Squarish Gore the other okay. day, and uh, he, it was fun. Like we jumped in. I think he's like, um, "Do you want to do T, T, uh, Torment Six, or do you want to, you know, drop to Torment 5? I'm like, I, I honestly haven't played with this character in months because it was. Um, not the seasonal, the uh, regular. Oh, okay. Which doctor that I have, and I'm like, and it's a very different build because I have different gear. Of like course. The, this one is a lot more, you know, using my fetishes mm -hmm. because I have carnival mask. Oh, fine. And I'd forgotten how I had that set up, um, so it took me a couple of minutes to figure it out. But I didn't die. We went into torment five instead. I was proud. I didn't die. Uh, we went through an entire rift together and beat the rift boss uh, pretty easily too. Awesome. So I, I was kind of happy about that. I was like, wow, I didn't remember it being this easy. <laughs> it, it really wasn't, but it was just like I, it was, it's like getting back on the bike and riding the bike again. It was just very simple to play that one. But that's, that's I did good. realize how different the characters um, were between the season and non-season just by the type of uh, gear that you get. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, I remember um, people saying, like... Um, I don't know, people designing the game you know, and all that, they were saying how the gear, they wanted people to change up what they were doing based on the gear they got. Like, oh, this this new helmet has, you know, enhances this skill, so I guess I'll start using that skill, even though I don't use it mm -hmm. most of the time, you know, um, that kind of thing. And it seems to be happening with you, at least, and, you know, I'm, I'm really concerned when I get back to my regular characters that I will have forgotten how to play them, and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that I'm going to feel like, oh, their gear, it was really good when I left, but now, no, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we'll exactly, see. because, I mean, I don't remember being able to, with my non-seasonal character, being able to jump into, like, tier 3, tier 4, and not feel like I was going to get squished. Mm -hmm. But I can with my seasonal character, um, because right now I'm running t T3 with my, with Summer, my um, seasonal witch doctor. And she has no problem going through Torment 3 right now. Like, That's I mean, good. I, sometimes I pull too much. <laughs> and so thankfully I'm not playing hardcore because I will die. But right. like I'll <laughs> yeah. run through it. What I'm trying to do right now is just kind of, when I have that 20 minute, try to grab as many mobs as possible and burn them all down. Because I, I literally <laughs> have like tons of, of um, uh, like the, I have like six zombie dogs going. I have my gargantuan. I have as many of the... Um, the sycophants that spawn as possible. I, I can have up to like, oh, probably like close to 35, you know, minions running around with me. You know, once it gets going. So that's why I try to pull large groups because the more that I can pull, the more sycophants that end up spawning because I'm killing things faster. And so that really gets to be fun after a while. So Summer has an still... army that she brings with her. Then. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's Summer's cool. army. Yeah, Summer's <laughs> army. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Storming the beaches. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. Temperature dropped so quickly around here. It was like through Christmas time, it was in the 50s. 
in New okay. England. I'm like, that's not oh, bad. That's really strange. No, that's nice. Yeah, that's not bad. And then tonight, it's uh, with wind chill, it's going to be minus 25. Oh. I'm like, oh. oh. And it, it literally has been just in the last week that the weather changes quickly. And so it's like, oh, so cold. That's okay. You know what I mean? More staying inside the plane, Diablo. That's true. See, <laughs> now you got more reason. There's no good reason to, to go warm outside up in, in the burning health. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, I've been seeing on Twitter this week this little cartoon, this little drawing people have been passing around, and it's this this little sort of stick figure person who's wearing a hat and wearing a scarf, and he looks miserable. And the text oh. that goes with it says something like, the air hurts my face. Why do I live somewhere where the air hurts my face? And I'm like, that's how I felt <laughs> when I lived in the Midwest in the winter, you know? Oh, goodness. Yeah, I may have to fly out to Chicago in a few weeks. Too. Oh. oh, not looking forward to that. Yeah, that's, it's going to be cold. Just, <laughs> it's going to be cold. I expect that. You know, I think last time you went to Chicago, it was all really nice and spring-like. And it's yeah. not going to be that way now. So just be prepared. No, I'm like, why can't I just fly to Phoenix again? <laughs> See, that would it's work nice right now. There. Yeah, that would be fine right now. But yeah, Chicago's going to be cold, so just, you know, just prepare. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, as I mentioned, playing uh, Summer a little bit more, now during basically those quick 20-minute stints there, I've got her up to Paragon 75. So I figure um, good. if I want, I could probably get her going uh, a little bit. Uh, but I'm not sure I'm going to make... Because I was thinking after the last show, I'm like, you know what? Jen said she can get to 100. I could probably get to 100, too. And I'm thinking to myself, uh, at this point, I'm probably not going to make it to 100. <laughs> well, you've got so much work in your way right now, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so do I. So <laughs> I'm a little closer, though. So I think... I don't know, man. I don't feel like it's a contest, but... Um, oh, no, it's not a contest. Yeah. I, it's just that I was thinking to myself, I'm like... Uh, I thought that may have, might have been one of my goals going into the season and ended up not turning out that way. And I think, I'm going to just be honest, the biggest reason why it didn't happen that way is because like everybody I knew came back to World of Warcraft mm-hmm. and we've been raiding and having a, just such a fun time again with that and uh, playing World of Garrison Craft. Right, um, right. A lot of people I'm are doing totally that totally addicted to it. <laughs> So, you know, like, I, I jump into Diablo. Like, right now, for me, Diablo's, like, my escape from mm-hmm. WoW when I do want to play something else, you know. And so it's just basically been that. You know, I don't feel bad about it. Like, I understand there's, like, not as many people are playing right now. And I think we even said, okay, when when the patch 2.1 dropped and everybody was like, seasons are here. And, like, when you lo- looked at your friends list, it was nothing but people playing Diablo. Right. And everyone mm-hmm. ignored all the other games. And then... We were saying, you know, it's really great. It's popular. Ride the, the wave right now. But eventually, it's, people are going to be like, eh. you know, like, I'm, you know, I want to leave and then go play something else and then come back. Right. You know, and I keep going back to BlizzCon where Wyatt Chang was like, Diablo is a great game for that. Like, you should be able to, you know, go play something else, come back and play Diablo and feel like you really haven't lost a lot. Right. Know, like, oh, great. I'm going to do all this grinding and try to figure out how to play this game again. You should be able to jump right back in and play. Yeah, and I think it does work for that. I really mm-hmm. do. I mean, like I was saying, I know like my regular characters, I'm probably going to need to upgrade their gear or remember how to play them, like relearn it. But that oh, won't yeah. take long, you know? It won't take that long to do. And I think, like you said, you know, in a short amount of time, I'll be right back in. Once the season ends, I'll be back with you know the other characters, and it'll be fine. It won't take long, and you could you can just jump back in. Yeah. And I think you'll see people, yeah, exactly, when the... Um... Season 2 starts up, I think you'll see a bunch of people playing again for for a bit, and then maybe about a month later, 
they'll be quiet again. Right. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, because I think and it doesn't um, mean that the game has to do that. You know, continually bring people in forever and ever. It's not an MMO. Yeah. It's not. That's true. And also, you know, it's one of Blizzard's games. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. they've got people playing many of their games and just switching from one to the other at different points in time. You know, this yep. this new thing comes out in this game. Let's go check that out. Okay, I've checked that out. Oh, this other game has a new thing. Well, let's go there. You know, and as long as they've still got people within their sort of universe, they're probably doing well. You know. Absolutely, and uh, it's good for them. This is kind of the business model they've wanted, so mm-hmm. and I, I think they're doing well with it. Yeah. Well, speaking of business models, how about that Audible? Right, so Audible still is the sponsor of the Shattered Soulstone podcast, and you can get started over there with a free 30-day trial if you go to bit.ly slash sspbook, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash sspbook. It'll give you one credit, and you can use it on any of their over 150,000 titles. Um, and just pick out, you know, something that you like for free. We know that the order, uh, Diablo through the order is there. Uh, there aren't any other Diablo books specifically, but they've got a bunch of stuff. So if you're into other things, so they've got Warcraft books, if you're into Warcraft, you know, they've got a bunch of things over there to, uh, to check out. And then when your free trial's done, if you want to continue the membership, you get all these extra goodies. You get a digital version of either the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal. You get uh, special offers and freebies that are only offered to members. Non-members can't get those goodies. And there's a uh, great listen guarantee that they have. So if you bought, you used your credit on a book and you decided after listening to it a little while that it just isn't something you like, you know, maybe you thought the book would be different or you got, you know, a book by the, the right title but the wrong author you were thinking of, you know, that kind of thing, whatever it is. If you purchase the book within a year, you can return that book to Audible. They'll take the book back. They'll give you back your credit, and you can use it on something else that you like better. And they won't hassle you about it. They're not going to ask you, like, you know, well, is it defective, or what happened, like, if you return something in a store. It's it's pretty neat, and not too many things do that. So there's a lot of goodies to check out over at audible.com, and you can get started with your free trial at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's uh, B-I-T dot L-Y slash sspbook. Yeah, um, I personally have several titles off of there, including, like, the Game of Thrones. And Rory Dotrice does such a fantastic job reading those books. So that's another good one, because I know we have some listeners yeah. that, that have watched Game of Thrones, so you can check it out with the audio, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And it's well worth it. Uh, well, next, why don't we take a look at some of our community feedback. First, we're going to start with our Twitters, or tweeters. Yep, we have uh, lots Jen, and lots you like of to... tweeters. I know. <laughs> yeah. we've, we've got a lot of good conversations going on with uh the twitter so you know uh, hey keep it going we love it this is so much fun this is like the the most fun of our show for for most of Mm -hmm. us if not all of us i think everyone likes uh all of us here really like to you know basically carry the conversation from social media into our show and then send it back to you guys and share you know it's all good um so i'll start off so we have uh at pfunk128 who tweeted at diablo and at shattered stone and says had to retire the wizard mouse pad that I got at BlizzCon last year. Time to break out my Reaper of Souls Collector's Edition mouse pad. <laughs> awesome. Oh, nice. That's a really nice one. I have one. And yeah, it's got Malthiel. It's very, very cool. So, hey, if you, if, you, if you had to lose the wizard mouse pad, the Reaper of Souls one's a good choice to replace it with, in my opinion. <laughs> I totally agree. Mm-hmm. And our next tweet is from at Torak1714, who tweets at Shattered Stone, I finally got to see the Goblin Realm. Yay! Three exclamation Yay. points. Final total, 127 goblins killed. 
and it was Torment difficulty non-rift, and he got one goblin portal. That sounds oh, really wow. good. That's a lot of goblins yeah. killed. Holy cow. I've never been in the goblin realm, so I'm kind of jealous, but um, that is like <laughs> it sounds like fun. I can imagine the amount of loot he must have gotten through that thing. Just piles That's and piles crazy. of it, I'm sure. <laughs> that must have been so much fun. No kidding. I wonder if you had to go back and forth from uh, town back to there to, to bring items and sell them and scrap them or whatever. I've heard that happens. I've heard people have to wow. go back and forth to try to get it all. So that's a lot of loot. That's awesome. Yeah, that's more loot than you can handle. Like, literally. You can't take it all with you at one shot. Anyway, um, so the next one's from me at Queen of Haiku. And I wrote this. Woke up allergic, so I'm working on sh some show notes for at Shattered Stone. Because I... I did. I woke up at crazy early in the morning allergic and just went, all right, well, guess I'm doing show notes. So that's what I did. Well, thank you. Oh, yeah. I don't <laughs> Sorry. mind doing... Oh, no big deal. I don't mind doing show notes. Um, and I was going to get to them before, like, I remember the night before I wasn't feeling very well, so I went to sleep early. And I thought, well, I'll get them the next day. It'll be fine. You know, I know that uh, Shano had finished the editing, so I'm like, okay, it'll be, it'll be today. It'll be fine. And then I woke up really early and went, I guess it'll be now. <laughs> you know? Right. Whatever works. Oh. Yeah. And then when it went up, I've got another tweet here I wrote, uh, well, at Queen of Haiku is me. And I wrote, hey, look, at Shattered Stone has a brand new episode for you to enjoy. <laughs> because we hadn't had one in a while, so I thought it was worth pointing out, you know. And uh, <laughs> in that show, we actually got an audio email from Scanline. And we were listening, and there was a car horn. In the audio that he sent us, we could hear a car horn. We were concerned, I that. you know, like, were you driving? You know, be safe, that kind of thing. So he responds. So at Scamline75 tweets at Queen of Haiku, at Shattered Stone, at The Brasia. Good catch at Lantonio. It was a car horn, but no worries. I was parked at a mall Christmas shopping. So that's good to know. <laughs> he was safe. <laughs> he was parked. Yes. He wasn't driving down the road, you know, talking to us. So that's good to know. <laughs> that's good to know. Yeah, it's good to know that Honky was doing it with all the happy shoppers, right? Right, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's why they were happy, you know. That, that's how you show your happiness during Christmas season, driving, right? Just honking your horn. Exactly, is yeah. that what the finger for? Uh-huh, sure. Yeah, you but know. Look you, up, look up, really. Right, or it's your number one, buddy, you know. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. All right, so moving on, we have a tweet from at Shano. He says, had some help during this week's hashtag SS edit session, and he tweeted it at Shattered Stone. And here is a photo of who helped him. And it is two of our cockatiels sitting on top of his computer monitor, like looking down and trying to help. Oh, two of them awful. right there. Yeah, two of them come and sit. One comes and sits there all the time. Sometimes the second one follows. The other two don't, they don't do that yet. Um, but it's become their new favorite place to sit. So they were, they were helping edit the show. Sure. I think so. Mm -hmm. They had a bird's eye view, right? They had a bird's eye view. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Good. Terrible. Oh, that's funny. All right, moving on with the tweeters. We have one from at EYEdgar0111, who tweeted at KSB Podcast at the West March Workshop, WMW Workshop, at Shattered Stone, at Diablo Inc. Gamers, and at Grind EXP. He said, Happy New Year to all the quality Diablo podcasted listeners. Aw, very nice. Isn't that awesome that there, you know, there's so many more now? I'm so Love happy it. that there is, because I remember when we started this, we were like, where's everybody? <laughs> we thought there right? would be so many. Like, we started before the pat the uh, 
not the patch, before the beta for the original Diablo had come out, and we're all like, where's everybody else? And, and here they are, so it's awesome now. Yeah. Yeah, and they're all very different, too. I mean, they're not like sitting there going, okay, you know, you only have a community show, or you only have, let's talk about the hardcore. It's kind of a mix of different shows, and it's really nice to say. It is, yeah. And I, you know, I had wondered how it would work out once we started getting a lot of Diablo shows, because I, I know that there's a lot of, like, World of Warcraft shows, and they're all different, too, so mm -hmm. it's just kind of neat to see, you know? Yay for Diablo shows. Anyway, okay. <laughs> moving on, we have a tweet from at Karova, who tweeted at Shattered Stone, said, So sorry, a show without a tweet from me. I didn't expect one this quickly after the long pause. Uh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, we fooled everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. We were we took a lot of time off there unintentionally, but we're back. And hey, look, mm -hmm. there's a tweet from you in the show now, Karova. We're all set. And oh yeah, he makes up for it. Though. He did. Yeah, he's got another one here uh, at Shattered Stone from at Karova, who said, "Haven't logged in Diablo since quite some time and regret it. I am considering canceling my WoW sub to have time for Diablo." So I'm wondering if that um, means he's been playing World of Warcraft instead. I think it uh, he, it has. Yeah. Um, but you know what? You can play a little bit of both. You could, you know, take a couple days in the week and say, okay, no WoW, or, you know, even cut down the WoW time by one hour and throw in some Diablo. Right, but I wouldn't consider canceling your WoW subscription until at least, like, the next season comes into Diablo, you know? Yeah. Because not much is yeah, different so you have right now. Fresh so. in you. Yeah. You'll have good reason to come in if, if you're going to do it. I mean, that's up to you. But um, I would I would wait if I was going to cancel the WoW subscription. I would wait until the season. So that's just my opinion on that. And we've got another tweet here from at how do I say this one? Hmm. Joe Suk share. Okay, I'm going with that. Who says? So or I. Joe Suckish air. Joe's. I, well, I'm not sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's J. I know I'm going to get it, get something for that. <laughs> Someone's one. probably going to tell us how to pronounce it now. Um, so this is at J O S U K E S H A I R. So this is why we're having difficulty pronouncing it right now. And uh, maybe Go it's obvious care. to everybody else, but right now it's just I don't know. Um, okay, so he says. So I wandered into an area in a rift, and this happened. At least seven goblins in this one room. And he sent us a screenshot, and oh my yeah, there you can count the portals. There's like seven little goblin portals in this room, you know, just like all at once. Like, where do you go first? That's exciting. That's a really neat photo or screenshot. Oh, it, I guess. it was awesome. Yeah. So it prompted me to, since I was uh, kind of manning the um, the Twitters for a little bit at that time, I was like, oh my goodness. So Joe Silkhair, um, I tweeted back to him from the show, and at Diablo. Unholy Goblin Diablo. I'm trying to go like Holy Cow Batman. <laughs> Holy Cow Batman. There's Holy too many goblins. Yeah. Unholy Goblin Diablo. Right. So well, there was a goblin in Batman, too. Did you manage to defeat? I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> there was a goblin in the Batman show that we're making fun of, too. You know? Wasn't oh my there? gosh. Really? I th well, there's no. a character. No, I thought Goblin Isn't was... Isn't the Green uh, Goblin? Right? No, that's Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man? Oh, Okay. I'm mixing yeah. up like I'm mixing up the shows from that time period that were live action, you know, comic book shows. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. never I, mind. I, I think you're thinking of the green the I guy, am. And the green yeah. stuff who's actually the Riddler at the time. No, I was thinking of the Spider-Man one. I just forgot it was in the wrong oh. show. But yeah, it's been a long time, and I was a little kid when I watched those. So I screwed that up. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> no, no problem. Mm-hmm. So I asked him, um, how many of these did you manage to defeat? Well, he replied, at Shatterstone and at Diablo, I ended up counting 12-ish total, I think. I was only able to kill seven, though, but I did get some sweet set pieces. Ooh, that's good. Now, the Diablo Twitter said, hey, at, um, at Joe Sukshare and at Shatterstone, seven out of 12 isn't bad for a frantic runner of the Wacker Goblin while they try and escape. Good time. <laughs> Wacker Goblin. <laughs> like Whack-a-Mall, yeah. you know? <laughs> well, that's the thing that you have to kind of remember was that um, this section was, it's not the Goblin Rift. This was just a regular run for him in a, a rift. That's just um, so wild to get that in there. I know. I'm like, it's like, oh, raining gold. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wouldn't, I think if I had that happen, I'd be like frozen going, which way do I go first? You know? Right. Yeah. I'd be like trying to clear out all the rooms around it to then go after them. Yeah, but then, they, you know, they might disappear, you know? Yeah. I mean, well, I usually know. they don't disappear unless you engage them somehow. I don't know. I've seen, them, I've I've seen them disappear. <laughs> I've seen them on the oh, other okay, end of the mob and I can't get there and that little guy's gone. So at least Aww. one did that to me. Anyway, yeah. Evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So then, um, at the end, Paid to Kill, 5440, chimes in and says, um, At 9 Valor, at Shatterstone, while well, I'm done, almost 700 goblins and still no vault. Hashtag RNJesus is mad at me, and yes, all of those are outside riffs. Oh, no. He's not getting mad, is he? RNJesus, no. yeah. Well, I, don't, I can't remember who made that up. It wasn't one of us, but that's a great way to explain it's- it. You know, it is. Um, yeah, that's a lot. Seven hundred goblins in no vault. Wow. Okay, so what I think you need to do then is get into a game with someone who's much more lucky, and maybe it'll work that <laughs> way. I don't know. Isn't Lantoni the lucky one? Yeah. Okay, so you'll have to do that then. Track him down, yeah. and maybe a goblin rift will appear. Exactly. And then, Corova making a comeback. Um, for this show, said that Shatterstone, what do you think new season start date equals patch release date, or will the patch go live earlier? Well, we've actually got well, some information about that. I know. What an interesting coincidence. This tweet came in. Just worked out very nicely. Okay, so we've got a couple of things here. Um, and I think the one that we're going to go with here, let me check the notes really quick. Okay, so there's um, sort of blue notes, I think is the right way to put it. And... It's from Tivlar, is that how you say it? T-Y-V-A-L-I-R, so Tivlar. And uh, it's an important notice regarding patch 2.1.2 and the season rollover. So they had a couple of problems. Um, They said they discovered some technical risks in executing a simultaneous launch of patch 2.1.2 and the upcoming season rollover. So they couldn't do both at the same time because it's gonna screw up both things basically. So what they decided to do Uh, After weighing both options carefully, it says they decided to launch patch 2.1.2 three weeks prior to the season rollover. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get patch 2.1.2, then we're going to get the end of the season one, and then later we'll get season two, is what I'm understanding from this. So for future seasons, the way it's going to work, not for season one, of course, but for future seasons, you're going to have the season, then the season will end, and then the patch that goes with it will be deployed right after. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. But it's all, you know, it's all screwed up for this particular season because of this problem that they found. 
Um, and so people have been asking, like, okay, so when is the season going to end and the new season going to start and that sort of thing? So uh, Tivlar clarifies, he says, as mentioned previously, February 3rd is the earliest date that we'd be able to begin the seasonal rollover. So that's the earliest you're going to see the se season one ending is February 3rd. So it'll roll over at least by, you know, February 3rd is like, you might see it then, you might not, but that's the soonest you're going to see it. So he goes on to say it means the patch could fall next Tuesday, maybe. Mm -hmm. You know, and this was um, posted today. So as we're recording. And uh, so that's pretty recent news. So we could be seeing patch 2.1.2, you know, next week sometime, possibly. Yeah. That but that's just the earliest it might fall. And they might change it if they need to. But that's kind of a... It's kind of a way of saying, here's what's going to happen without, you know, setting it in stone and saying, this is exactly when we will do this. Mm -hmm. So that's that's kind of what's going on with the patch, the season rollover. Yeah, which was surprising, because I think all of us were thinking, okay, the earliest we'll see anything was February 3rd. Right, exactly. And um, so there we are with that. And it just, like I said, I just noticed it right before we started recording. And so that's how it'll be. So we're going to have like a backwards ending to things. We'll have the patch and then the end of the season and everything else in the future will be end of season and then patch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, so it's going to be a little weird. That makes sense. And I, I think they kind of thought they were going to just do everything at once and realizing that you know, technology-wise, it was going to be difficult. Like they said, they, had, they looked at it and figured, oh, great, you know, this is going to happen or that's going to happen. So let's go with, you know, what's the safest bet? We're going to have, we're going to, roll out what we have this time make the plan you know to here's our takeaway from what we learned so from right. now on the next time we go to de deploy patches and seasons at a similar time we're gonna have to space that space that out right and i like that they were very clear about this mm -hmm. and that they were like well this is a learning experience because this is the first season this was a learning experience you know how would this work how long should the season last would people still be playing it this long you know that kind of thing they had to see how it would go and so now they're learning, and so season two is going to rock, I think. Oh, it I think so. It should all go smoothly from there. It should all go really smooth from that point on. You know, since and they're then learning from it now. You may have those naysayers out there that say, well, you know, they've been doing Diablo for years and have had ladders, resets, and all of that all the time in different patches. And I'm but like, that it's was not, not the same. It's not yeah. the same technology. Um, well, yeah, like, you know, Diablo 2 is not the same as Diablo 3, the way it functions and how it's built and all that stuff. It's different. Exactly. And, you know, so even though they've done, you know, ladders in that, they haven't done seasons in D3. Mm -hmm. This is the first one, so, you know. Overall, I mean, it's the season went pretty good. I don't remember any huge glitches other than that they got, you know, the uh, DDoS attack, and that's not their fault. You know? Yeah, and then there, but, there's some players that are very upset. Of, it seemed like there were some people who cheated their way through the top. Right, yeah. you know, but that's not something Blizzard did, you know. No, that's not, not Blizzard themselves. I might mean, just some right. going around it. Right, but, exactly. Uh, so there's that. Um, so if the only thing that's really kind of a difficulty with season one is the transition with the patch, it looks like they've, you know, they're ahead of it. They didn't just launch it and go, oops, let's not do that again. Exactly. You know, they, they kind of figured it out. So I like that they at least took the time to figure that out before everybody kind of went, wait a minute, what happened? How come I can't access all that cool loot? You know? Yeah. So, and, and I think it's, um, you know, Personally, you try to do the, your best to figure out what's going on. And it, we, I work for a technology part, partially technology company. And um, when we, we go to roll out new things, we're trying our best to say, okay, let's test all the possible scenarios. 
let's um, figure out what's going on before the go live date and then by the time we hit the go live date we should know what's going on and right. there should be no problems from then on out but sometimes there, there are things that you just don't know about testing like not that you don't know about testing but you you don't plan that they actually come up in the course of testing and you're trying to fix it or you're trying to you know figure it out and the fact that they're doing this now and saying okay rather than let's drop it and watch what happens because you know how terrible it would be if like they brought us this all out on February 3rd and then they had to shut down the servers for a day or something to try to fix half the problems yeah that would be really upsetting how much more angry would people be you know rather than just uh, oh okay well I guess you know we're going to have this happen just slightly different than what we originally were told it's okay they're coming out and telling Well, I think warning people ahead of time is good, too, because like you said, you know, as anyone who's on Twitter and following anyone who plays any of Blizzard's games, you know instantly if the servers are inaccessible. (laughs) Even if you don't play that game, everybody's like, I can't get on the server, what's going on? So, I mean, you don't want that to happen. You don't want to have that out there. So, I think they're trying, you know? Yep. That's great. So thanks, Crover, for asking us. <laughs> yeah, that that was really but you know it, it like turned Blizzard. out to be very key how that worked in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, Blizzard kind of answered that question for us this week, so we we got to we got to pass on that one. <laughs> right, right, Thank and they timed it nicely right before the show too, so we could kind of you know get that in there really quick because that worked out too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And our last tweet um, came from Kagurai LeBlue. He goes, at Shatterstone, I've been found out, and the challenge is accepted. Never played much Monk, but I would go for T6 Malthio at least. Nice. Because uh, I don't know if you remember last show I mentioned, I'm like, you know, I think that it is Kagurai LeBlue, who's one of the co-hosts, or part-time co-hosts of Monk Meditation. Oh, Uh, okay. And he's never played a Monk? Really? Yeah, he's never played a Monk in Diablo, but I guess he's played it in, uh, like, he plays it all the time in WoW. Oh, okay, yeah, so you like, could do oh, that. That makes sense. I actually kind of learned a few things because I'm trying to play a Windwalker Monk right now for my raid team because we have like one melee. Everyone else wants to be ranged, and I'm used to being ranged. But oh, oh my okay. gosh, this is difficult because I just I don't like being that close up to a boss. <laughs> right. So yeah. It's been a, it's been an adjustment, but it's it's fun. <laughs> well, he'll have to play a monk, and we'll see how he does. Hopefully, he'll tweet his progress at us as he goes. Yeah, that'll be great. Mm-hmm. So for the last show, uh, or for this show, we had a question of the show, and it was, how do you feel about Season 1 ending in early February? Uh, we had three responses, which were great, thank you. First one was at Trotney, said, at Shatterstone, gone on for too long. Three to four months to achieve something is plenty. Five to six, too long. I'd have to agree with them. Even yeah. though I'm still playing it, you know, and I move very slowly and it's giving me the opportunity to finish stuff people have already done or don't care about, I did feel like this season is too long. Yeah, I, I think it was too. And I think several people that I talked to at BlizzCon from, you know, developers to um, community managers and just in general were thinking that this is too long too. They weren't expecting it to be, but I think they wanted to do a lot of testing about what's right. going on with seasons to kind of figure out they know where ladders fall for Di- for Diablo 2, but they weren't sure how seasons were going to fall for Diablo 3, and they wanted to see how, lo- how long could they push it, basically, before it would right. be like it is right now. And I remember them saying that they thought, they expected that season 1 was going to be a much longer season than, you know, the seasons after it. Mm-hmm. 
for that for those reasons. So I, I don't think we're gonna see season two go as long as season one. No. It's not like we're gonna spend a year in um, Siege of Ogremar. Oh, I've heard about that. <laughs> I don't have any characters that high, but I heard the complaints, so yeah. Then we have at EY Edgar zero one 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 said at Shatterstone. Only reason this test season dragged this long is because development for 2.1.2 took longer than expected. That could be part of it too, maybe. It could be adding on to it, but I do think, like we said, they definitely were testing seasons in this one. Oh yeah. Sometimes it takes a while. Mm -hmm. The other thing is at Paid to Kill 5440, the last tweet, that at Shattered Stone, and I think this might be more the reason why it takes so long, Season took too long to begin with, but if it wasn't for Christmas time, it would have been over. He's got a good point there. Yeah, because they yeah. had it extremely... Even though they didn't have a huge showing at BlizzCon this year, they still have to help get everything set up and ready for the show. They they don't hire a bunch of people to put the show on. They put the show on themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. So their, their people were busy going into November. Um... You know, just then you planning everything and getting all the tech going and all that. I know they have people that come in and build the sets because I talked to yep. someone that did that. But yeah, that's a lot of planning to get anything that, you know, a conference set huge going. And of course, you know, holidays coming up. That's, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I think Paid to Kill has a very good point, though. Nobody wants to have a season rollover and a new patch drop on a brand new, you know, season that you are just sort of still testing with a patch that took longer to develop during Christmas and have it go wrong and have everybody irate during Christmas when they have time to play. Exactly. You know? And have somebody called in to handle that. You know, I mean, I, no one wants to do that. Oh, no. No one should have to do that. I mean, people should have time for their families, you know, but mm-hmm. I think he's got a point. The way, it, the way it, you know, how long it lasted up into the holiday season had something to do with how long the season was. Yeah. Come on. Everybody wants to spend time with their family and they should. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, and look, we've got all the 2015 to get going on it. So, I mean, I would think, if you look at timetable-wise, should be able to fit two seasons into this year and have some so. break in between. It would be really nice if they had three. Like, I would love to see, like, season basically be three to four months, and so that way you could, we should be into the third season at this time next year. That'd be kind of neat. Yeah. I don't know how many seasons I'll do. Like, I never know until it starts, and then I'm like, okay... I'll try this. Well, I can't. It, it also depends on like how much time are they going to put into like really different um, either items that they put into the game mm-hmm. or different builds that they could build into the game or or the transmogs, right? Or transmog. Because you know, that's that's what's pulling me in is you know I really liked the transmog for the helmet and the shoulders in season one. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do season two and season three. I guess that decides it for me then. Um, to get the transmog and all you gotta do is hit 70 that's not really an impossible goal you know no because um, I want to see a character with all that like full transmog you know and I think it looks really good on barbarians so I just I'm like okay I'll do at least that much but you know I don't know yeah after that what are they gonna do another three set transmog I mean we'll I have don't to know see. but the other thing though is like uh, how much time are they putting into like either new enhancements to the game in a patch as well as, you know, are they working on another expansion? Because if they oh, are, true. then, yeah, I would think we're going to probably only see a couple of seasons this year rather than three. 
Right. And if they do have a new expansion, how's their, whatever they built the seasons, however they got that working, how's that going to fit into the new expansion? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of variables out there. <laughs> More questions than answers. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Eventually we'll have the answers. Exactly. So a uh, question for show number 74 for all of you folks out there. Now that you know more about the patch in Season 2, what will you be doing in the next few weeks in Diablo 3? That's a really good question. We'll get this tweet out there. Jen, do you have any preliminary ideas of what you might do? Um, well, I'm going to try to hit Paragon 100 <laughs> with my Barbarian in Season, and I'm hoping to finish those uh, achievements, the seasonal achievements for the bounties. Mm-hmm. So that might take me three weeks. I don't know. That's probably a good enough goal. Yeah. Well, now what that I know. What are you going to do? Oh, I'm thinking um, now that I know that the season's probably not going to actually end before February 30, even with the patch, I might still try to hit the, um, level 100. And then in the meantime, I may also try to run a hardcore character as far as possible. That might be fun. Yeah, just to see if I can get to 70, which I probably could because. You know, I've had people even already offer, hey, you know, I'll just, just run with you and I'll get you to 70 in like six hours or, or whatever time it is. I'm like, really? Uh, that would be fun, but... But then it's... You not just really me. You zoom through <laughs> it. You know, it's, it depends. Yeah, there are people like when I was playing um, like really early this morning, actually, there was somebody in just the general chat who was asking to be speed leveled mm-hmm. in seasons. You know? Huh. And I'm thinking, did this person just start season one right now? You know? No, it it probably like it happens quite a lot. I mean, from like I've heard from Jesse and you know Cyber Monkey and those guys that um, you know when they lose a character, they really you know they help each other out. And a lot of people mm. in the hardcore community do that, where they'll you know oh you you played a character for however long. Hey, let me you know speed you up to seventy, and they've got it down pat. I mean, they can get it done super fast i mean I, I i don't know specifically the amount of time i'd have to ask them but i thought i've heard them say they could do it in like two hours or less okay i understand that for hardcore characters but the persons that we're talking about never mentioned hardcore oh really they never mentioned hardcore so if they're assuming i mean they're either assuming that everyone knows they mean hardcore so that mm-hmm. they don't have to say it or they're talking about softcore characters that they want zoomed up oh well, Usually, if they say HC, then they're definitely talking hardcore. But if they don't put yeah, they anything, didn't say it. No, I think they didn't put anything. Softcore. Yeah, so I'm wondering, like, who just decided to do seasons like today? You know, it's been know. here for so long. Uh, I don't know. Maybe yeah. they already have one, and they just don't feel like running up again. You know, another character. Some people just they did rather get boosted than try to do it themselves. For me, I guess I'd so. rather try to do it myself. Me too. I like doing it that way. And I think with me, especially if I'm switching around and trying you know, different classes that I don't play a lot of, mm-hmm. I need that time to learn how to play, you know? If exactly. you zoom me up, I don't think I'm going to know what I'm doing. And I'm basing this on my experience with World of Warcraft, where I was in the beta for uh, the Warlords of Draenor, and they had a point where they were testing content that you had to be a level, uh, a level 90 or a level 100 character to do, you know? Yeah. So you rolled a character, it was brand new, and I wrote, I rolled a class that I had played a lot, but there were changes between a lot of the skills, between mm-hmm. what was live and then what was coming, and I had no idea what I was doing, you know? Oh, I know exactly what you mean. I'd stopped playing a Shadow Priest for a while and then went back to play it, 
after um, Warlords came out, and I'm like, I actually could play it differently than I could before, and I'm like, not used to it. It felt very, really strange. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go through my characters there. I don't play a lot of WoW, but I've been playing a little. Um, because Sean started playing again, so there you go. Um, we used to play together quite a bit, and he decided to delete, I think, all of his characters and his main as well, which oh, wow. was a, a dwarven hunter named Hans Bricks. <laughs> and uh, so he um, sort of, you know, has him, he sort of redid his character, so his character started at level one again. And he got to about like level nine or ten or something like that. And I have uh, a dwarf character that's a priest. Mm -hmm. That was right around that level, so we're kind of playing like way down in the low B stuff again. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know? But it was different. I mean, I remember before it seemed a lot harder to play a priest class because I'd never done it before. I've never done a healer class. I just went, oh, I'll give it a try. And now it seems a lot easier. And I'm not sure if it's because I'm playing with someone who can like attack things better or, or what, but um, it felt different. It did. We're kind of getting off the subject here, but yeah. <laughs> um, just a little towards the end of the show here, you know? Hey, it, it always yeah. happens, right? Right, exactly. There's, I know there's people that play WoW that play Diablo, so I'm trying not to get too technical to sort of not, and to make it understandable in case you don't play, but anyway. Yep. So let's see, what else do we have in the news? We already went over the, the season rollover in the patch 2.1.2, and we know season's going to be maybe February 3rd is the soonest that it's going to end season one yep um other than that what else do we have in here we've got let's see there's an article on BlizzPro. yeah and it's written by danny ray 23 and i think this is a two-part article you know he's written um a part one which i didn't see but part two is called randomness is a cruel king diablo versus pokemon part two so he's kind of comparing the two of them but the interesting thing in here is he's basically talking about, you know, the RNGs we were referring to, the RNG of things, uh, the random rolls. Mm -hmm. And uh, the key point, I think, is when everything is random, random is no longer special. Yeah. And I thought that was a really interesting point because now it's, you know, everything is random. And he even talked about, somewhere in here, I think he was talking about, um, in, in Pokemon, which he's comparing it to in this article, you know, you knew where to go to try to find certain things. You could farm it. But here in D3, you you don't know... There's not a specific, you know, boss that's going to drop a certain item for you. Right. You know, so now you're spending all this time hoping for good RNG. And, uh, you know, at times you're going to have that. And at times you're going to have, like, uh, you know, thousands of goblins and no rift. You know? Yep. So I thought it was a pretty good article, and it was a pretty interesting point he was making. And I'll stick the link into the show notes so everybody can read the whole thing and check out part one if they want to. But, you know, it's interesting because I remember at BlizzCon, you know, they were talking about how they wanted the randomness in there. Mm -hmm. You know, they were talking about changing up some of the maps for the random uh, rifts and, um, yeah, rifts, basically, so that you wouldn't have you know, certain really boring patterns to walk through. Like, they had one that was just a straight line from start to finish. Yeah. And they thought that was boring, so they were going to take that out and make more randomness and different shapes and things like that. Like, they're really big on that. Mm -hmm. But when you think about it in the way it's being presented in this article, which I'm summarizing greatly here, um, you know, if everything is random, it's not as special. You know? Well, they've kind of, depending, I think they're trying to, like you said there, with the maps and the general feel of the game, make it feel a little more random because if you get certain tile sets, 
um, they're exactly the same. You know exactly where to go every time if you want to go find, um, oh, geez, like a couple of the, uh, like if you run some, I'm trying to think, some of the events for the bounties, there's certain okay. ones you can do exactly the same almost all the time. Right, like there's one in Act 2 where you're in the, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but you have to go to the center. It's after the Drown Temple. It's that area you go in with all the ghosts and stuff. Oh, yep. And, yeah, and you go, if you get the bounty to go do the event that's in, like, the center of that thing, you climb the little pedestal, and then all the ghost uh, warriors return, and you have to kill them, and then there's a boss. Yep, right? that's the exact same spot every single time. Same spot, same way every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, this morning. I, I had read earlier there there were um it was just kind of like a forum post where they gave you some ideas of okay when you get certain uh like cursed chests or cursed events they're going to be in these almost the same place on even if they're a random map they're very close to the same spot every time you like go up and go left or you go right and then you know down a long hall or something like that and i'm like Mm -hmm. it's crazy but yeah it would pretty much like that so you keep looking for those and sometimes running those because you could get so much more XP uh, just by doing the curse events quickly. And if you can right. down them, um, then it's great because you get two chests for worth of items or things like that. Exactly, yeah. And they're also good. Those uh, those random chests are really good if you're in a bounty where you have to kill you know, the named boss character. I know I'm using boss not quite correctly, but I don't know what other term you've got for that. Um, and you also have to kill, you know, a hundred just other characters, other monsters in there. You know, if mm-hmm. you use the chest, you know you've got, like, you know, at least ten monsters coming. But they also took away some of the randomness of the game. Like, even though the, the environment's more random, the items are less random than they were when the game first came out. Because it used to be, like, you could get something so strange that even a blue item could be almost as good as an, a legendary. And that's not, to me, much of an exaggeration. Like, like one or two stats might be just as good. Like before or now? Oh, no, before, not not now. Okay. Now is much right. better. What I'm saying is when they brought out, like, Reaper of Souls mm-hmm. and Patch 2.0, that, like, the whole item 2.0 thing was to smart loot drops, you know, you get items that are more geared to your character, so that way you're not spending all this time picking up garbage. Um, you're actually picking up things that are more appropriate for your play, you know, whether it's your witch doctor or demon hunter. And I like that better. I, th- I think they've been doing a pretty good job with that, but like I said earlier, my barbarians use it at Crusader Shield, you know? Oh, yeah. oh you still and get He can use item. it, you know, but he's got that extra stat that's only good for a Crusader, and he's he's picked up crossbows for witch doctors, and he's or, for uh, demon hunters, and other stuff for witch doctors, you know, in the course of this very long season, but it hasn't been a tremendous amount of stuff. Like, you can no. still get stuff that you can use for other characters, but it's not like it was. Oh, exactly. So, I mean, my point really is that there is randomness in Diablo, and it's supposed to be. But it's not necessarily that every single aspect is so random that nothing's worthwhile. Which is kind of where I get the idea of when everything is random, random is no longer special. Yeah, so. I'm going to have to look closer at exactly what he said in there. That part is highlighted, so... Um, oh, yeah. No, that, you know, it. it's mentioned a couple times within the piece, so it's definitely a key point that he's making. And if you compare it to some other games where the randomness is different, then he's got a really good thing, you know, a really good point. But um, it's just kind of interesting. And I also think, like, okay, we've heard a lot of people talk about they just need that one set piece. Exactly. You know, they need that one set piece, 
and they would love to be able to have the game say, oh, well, you know, just go kill Belial and he'll drop the set piece, you know what I mean? And just have it because they're so tired of hoping it'll appear or hoping that Kadala will give it to them, you know? Yep. I, I, I mean, mean but I could that's, see that's that, part of the, the frustration. Yeah, it kind of is. But it can be frustrating, too. Like, how many people are upset because they needed not only a ring of royal grandeur, but a certain kind? Oh, right. You know, how hard that was for a while. Um, I, I yeah. still don't have one of even the wrong kind. I just got my first one, so I was dead amazed, you know? I didn't think I'd see that at all. So, And it's okay, it's not bad, you know? It's not, like, geared for a different class or something. It seems to work out, but, yeah. I don't know. I guess it's there's pros and cons to having things be random, is what we're coming out with here. Um, I actually added a link that we can um, have in the show notes as well about, yeah, I just basically said Diablo can now vote and six tips for for preparing for patch 2.12. It's a link to Diablo fans and uh, they said, happy birthday, Diablo. <laughs> it's pretty funny. But actually... Right, because Diablo 1's birthday was, um, was it the 31st of December? Yep, December 31st. Right. Wow. And Diablo is, 1 is, that... is now 18 years old. Oh my gosh, that makes me feel old, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh wow. my goodness. Yeah, it really puts things in perspective when you realize that it's been that long since the first game came out. Yeah, and I just, you know, I think about like what my life was like, where I was living, where I was working, any other situations in life, and now, and it's just weird to think that, God, that's 18 years ago. So it's pretty good wild. times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also, uh, as part of that, um, there was a preparation video set up by Riker, who's done a few things before, like uh, videos and um, information about playing Diablo 3, and he does a really good job on it. And this one, uh, if you want to take a look at it yourself, it's about six preparation tips for Patch 2.12 and Season 2. So that'll be good to get you ready for that. You got a little while before then, but you know, you got time to watch it and check mm -hmm. it out. That'll be good. We'll put everything that we talked about, like all these articles and things like that, into the show notes so everyone can can see it whenever they're ready. Absolutely. Yeah. And then um just trying to see if it's anything else. Nope. Oh, uh, we've covered we everything uh, news wise. Yay. Alright. That worked out. I know, it worked well. Hey, nice job. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> That's a, oh, wait, not quite a show. <laughs> not quite, but, you know, nope. we try. Um, we, uh, we do have one more thing to go through just before we're finished here. And uh, it's kind of our new segment where we're talking about other things that we've been up to, whether it's um, either games, movies, any kind of media that we're, we're interested in besides Diablo 3. So, uh, Antonio... Uh, speaking for him, he basically said Hearthstone again, and lots and he lots. He can of tell us more details after he comes back, because he will. You know. Yep, he will. He'll be back yeah. uh, for next show. It's hopefully right. feeling a lot better. We think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, how about you, Jen? What have you been up to? Well, I kind of said a minute ago. I kind of jumped the gun there. They've been playing World of Warcraft with Sean, so we've got two little lobby dwarves running around doing quests and things like that, and. Nice. Uh, it's kind of funny, you know, he's playing a hunter and he's got a bear, which he named Fridge, like Chicago Bears, you know, anyway. Um, <laughs> that's what bears. his other one was named, too, so that's what he, he named it. And <laughs> we're using the bear as our tank, kind of. Oh, that's funny. And 
you know, because it just works out that way. And it was funny because we got into this one area where we're fighting NPCs and they yell at you. You know, they yell something like, um, I, I don't remember the exact phrase, but something to the effect of you're going to die. And then they fill in the name of the character that's come at them. Right. And it's usually your tank. And they actually said, you know, you're going to die. And they said Fridge, which is the name of the pet <laughs> that we're using as a tank. I'm like, okay, even the game knows we're using it as a tank. Great. <laughs> you know? But we did that. We've been doing some pet battles, which um, Sean never did before. And I just barely have touched before this. So that's kind of fun. It's like, you know, Pokemon and WoW. And it, you know, works <laughs> out in there. Um, Hearthstone, I received the Goblin card back, which is one half of the card backs that were uh, introduced to connect with the uh, Goblins vs. Gnomes um, expansion with new cards and stuff. And I did get some new cards. I haven't really done anything with them yet. I just sort of have the new card back and I haven't had time to get back into Hearthstone since then. We'll see, you know. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do another ranked play and get the new card back. I, we'll see. So there's that. And other than that, um, as far as watching stuff, Sean and I have been watching season one of Cutthroat Kitchen on Netflix. It's a cooking show, but it's also like a contest show, you know? Uh-huh. It's kind of different. You get four chefs, and they're all told, you're going to make this one particular dish. They get 60 seconds to run into this pantry and grab all the stuff, and then they have an auction going on. Everybody's got the same amount of money at the start. And they could bid on things that they can then, you know, sort of inflict upon the other chefs to try to screw them up, you yep. know, and give themselves the advantage. And it's a kind of neat combination of a cooking show and sort of like a like a game show sort of thing. So we watched all of season one. It's pretty interesting. They don't have season two on Netflix, so we're probably done with that for now. But that's what we've been up to lately. Jeez. Yeah, you've been kind of busy with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of. I mean, I don't know. Oh, but as for myself, yeah, I, I basically said worst two weeks of the year for me, uh, mm -hmm. work-wise. So um, not a lot of other things. But there is a show I do think, yeah, whenever it pops on TV, I can't help but watch it. It's, to me, awesome. It's called Bar Rescue. There's this guy, basically, he spent, he spent years taking bars and turning them from, like, a dive to something good that people want to go to. And he does it all around the country. He's, like, saving bars. So it's really awesome because he'll bring in like mixologists, he'll bring in you know a, a chef to take care of the kitchen, you know, just really transform the image of a bar from what it was into what it is. And sometimes it's like it's just amazing seeing some of them because like there'll be oh, like a place you'd be like, there's no way I'd ever go in there. It's just so, you know, it's not not for me. Um, but then he was like, you know, even just. Okay, you know, like maybe it was, okay, instead of being a hangout, we'll turn it into a sports bar or we'll turn into like, you know, your your bar is sitting in the middle of a, a college town. We'll just make it more college town friendly or something of that sort. And then let's change the menu. You know, like they did one that this, uh, rest, this bar was like in the middle of a Hispanic neighborhood in Los Angeles. And the bar was just kind of a, you know, person bought it and just kind of was doing whatever management wise they didn't really care and so it kind of looked that way but then I said you know what why don't we take it put a little Latin flavor to it make it you know appeal to a young audience and then go in there and change the whole setup of it and it's just fun to watch this thing because sometimes this guy absolutely has it out with you know somebody who either owns the, the bar or is managing the bar or the kitchen or something and it's just it's phenomenal to watch this guy just go at him at the person <laughs> it sounds pretty um, neat 
Yeah, it is. It's almost like um, Ramsey's Kitchen. Oh yeah, the Kitchen yeah. Nightmares. Yeah, is Kitchen Nightmares one? for um, for bars. It really is. Wow. It's just it's amazing. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds really good. Yeah, and I, usually I don't like those shows, and I can't stand watching them. But for some reason, something about this guy, what he does, absolutely sets it off for me, and I love it. Pretty so. neat. I'll have to look for that. That does sound good. Yeah, and I told I don't even know what, what channel it is. I want to say uh, A and E maybe or something like that. I just I hardly I don't see it all the time, but when I do, I'm like, okay, I've got to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's pretty neat, though. I didn't know there was like a Kitchen Nightmares for bars. So now yeah, I yeah, it's fun. Um, and then of course, just sitting here waiting for season two, uh, like the second half of not season two, the second half of uh, Walking Dead for this year. I can't wait. Looking forward to it. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> i got to um, catch up on that show, seriously. Uh, Maybe that's what I'll do next. I love it. To me, it just... It, it does everything I want a show to do. Um, you know, yeah, there's, there's some you know holes here and there maybe in the story, but, you know, they only got an hour to tell the story, and they're really... It's, it's literally like trying to tell an entire marathon of movies, you know, like of, of you know, talk or whatever... In a small amount of time, um, story right? Because it comes from graphic novels, so yeah, exactly. You know, that's where they're coming from. I've got a few. I haven't gotten that far through it either, but it's one of the many things I'm like, yeah, I want to, I want to check that out, and then haven't had time. I understand. I've seen, I think, all of season one. I think. Oh yeah. And it was really, it was really good. So. Oh, and it gets better and better, and cool. um, I think they've got a lot of story left if they're pulling things from the graphic mo- novels, but they don't pull everything from there, so the story is slightly different. Right, I've heard there are some changes, um, mm-hmm. just thematically, and I've heard there's some changes like, okay, this this is cool in the graphic novel, but putting that on TV, no, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So. But it's still, they yeah. still push the limit, though, that's for sure. They've put mm-hmm. some really controversial things up the last couple of years, the last year, so. Um, Good to know. And then Good I know that there's a spinoff, uh, Walking Dead show that they're going to do. The idea is I think it's going to take place, they're thinking on the West Coast. There really hasn't been a lot of, you know, actual information. We've heard that they've already started, like, principal shooting, or however you say it, like, the, the preliminary shooting. Oh, the pilot? Yeah, yeah, exactly, for the pilot. Um, you know, and they do already have at least a full season set wow. for it. But it's going to be all new characters, people we don't even know, um, still set in the same world. So, it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward That's to cool. it. Because I think there's a lot of people that do want more. So yeah. Good. Exactly. And uh, so other than that, um, you know, I've just been playing some more WoW. Uh, just having a good time getting back into the rage. Just having a laugh with Guildy that I hadn't seen or heard from in like two or three years. But they're all back. And it was like, hey, let's get together and do it again. You know, other than that, um, just, you know, some stuff with work. And then, of course, uh, the kids and I, we've been playing. Oh, we've been playing some, some fun board games. I think I've probably talked about it last show, but... I, I, still I think like a it. little, yeah. unless you're like new ones in between. I don't know, but that's so cool to have like a family board games. Yeah, fun. You know, that's good. And then we also have Disney Infinity 2.0. <laughs> I haven't played it as much as my wife has, but her and my youngest one have been playing it a lot, and uh, like they love the Avengers playset, so they've been playing like the Marvel playset. So they've okay. been playing with um, like. Nick Fury and um, oh, was it Black Widow? My wife loved playing as Black Widow. She's like, yeah, a strong woman character can do anything. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, they're having fun with it. And, of course, my youngest one's like, oh, Hulk smash. <laughs> I could see where so. that would be fun, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but that's been pretty much our stuff. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that brings us to the end of the show. What do you think, Jen? Yeah, I think I think we've done a show and kind of on time. And, yeah, wow. I know. Considering it's just the two of us, we had quite a lot to say. <laughs> I know. We thought, oh, this is going to be the shortest show ever. But... Exactly. We found, st- we found things to talk about anyway. Yeah. You've been listening to episode 73, right? I think so, yeah. Wow. 73. We're getting close there. Mm-hmm. Almost as many Paragon points I have. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is pretty close to that. So, uh, you've been listening to episode 73 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode? You can find the show blog and listen to the show archive at ShatteredSoulStone.com While there, why not join our community forums and talk with other listeners? Just click on the community forum button at the top of the site. Want to join us in-game? Join our in-game community aptly named Shattered Soulstone. Feel free to post short missives up on the community boards and join the chat channel to talk with other folks from the community in-game. This show is powered by you, the listener. Send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. We love Twitter, as you can tell. Come join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at ShatteredStone. I'm at the underscore Brasia. And my partner in crime tonight, Jen, is at Queen of a Haiku. And then our main host, who is uh, not feeling too well this week, you can find at Lantonio. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Don Forge Production for hosting a Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Don Forge at thedonforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, um, Happy New Year? That'll work. Alright. No, Happy New Season. Happy New Season. I like that better. Happy New We're Season. We're not there yet, but we'll get there soon. Until next time, thanks everyone. Bye. This podcast is copyright 2015 Dawn Forge Productions. Thank you for listening. Check us out at thedawnforge.com.